Welcome back, welcome back, brothers and raw sports talk episode 164, part one. Thank you for watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify. Check us out on Facebook at Relism Pod on Twitter and at Relism Sports Talk on TikTok. Thank you for all, all the patrons that's right there. And if you like the show and you want to support the show, two dollars a month. Um, we'll get you on the screen. Five dollars a month will get you on the screen and behind the scenes things that nobody else can see. Um one of our biggest patrons, want to thank 360 Paintings, because all angles are covered with 360 Painting, locally here in Harrisonburg, Virginia, quality customer service and quality pricing. As always, love for the Black Mamba, and all the love for my mama, because on Relative Sports Talk, we talk about sports from Hall of Famers, to the local talent, to the big time storylines. Boy, and speaking about Hall of Famers, the Alabama Sports Hall of Famer himself, Mr. George T, and our Raw Sports Talk Fantasy Football Champion, I had to say it. Um, he has invited me to be on Teak's Take on Wednesday, April 19th. We're going to do a draft show. We're going to talk about all different kind of people. He probably just wants me on there because there's going to be many Notre Dame people getting drafted except for our star tight end and all these daggone Alabama <laughs> players. He likes to rub that in my face all the time. And then when I talk about the local talent, be on the lookout for another show featuring Melo Pacheco. I had him right here on the couch with his brother and his dad. He is out here killing it at Fork Union. We're going to do a recap show while he's up there. I mean, he's getting looked at by all these new Division One schools, so we're proud of that young man. Another young, young man that I'm proud of, his name is Tyreek Vini here at Fort Defiance in this area in Harrisonburg, around this area. He's a basketball star with an amazing story and future. Next week will probably be his show. Great story, great young man. I just I was happy to meet him. Actually, his parent found me in a gas station and was like, hey, hey don't you got a show? <laughs> but um, so we're happy to talk to them. We're gonna have the Harrisonburg JV girls basketball and the cheerleading coach and talented ladies joining us. So I am so happy that the youth are reaching out to Relative Sports Talk because that's what it's all about. Being a coach that I have been. I love that. The producer's been a coach. Our featured guest has had 20-plus years coaching experience. We'll talk to him in here in a second. But tonight, after the Raw show, we're going to have another guest at midnight, our time. We're going to have Mr. Jackie Ye, who's a JMU alumni. He's going to be coming to us talking baseball and different sports in Taiwan from Taipei, Taiwan. But right now, on the Raw Roundtable, look at that smile on him. Look at that smile all the way in California. California. <laughs> Knows how to party. Oh, that's my man right there. We are proud to have a special guest on the Raw Roundtable, co-host of Fat Boy Fadeaway Podcast on the Variety Sports Network and on the YouTube. So go check it out. His show is off the chain. Him and Tyler and some other guys be on there doing things. I love it. You have a grit. What is it? Something, past, oh, something gridiron. What is it? Talking to Gridiron. Yeah. Talking to Gridiron. This is my man, Mr. Darren. Welcome to the show, Darren. Welcome to the show. So tell, tell us a little bit. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I appreciate you. Uh, I know you, you joined me a few a few months ago in the football season, so uh, and you were awesome on that. Obviously, your knowledge is unreal. That watched your guys' show for a long time, so 
I'm honored to be on here, especially on the Raw edition. Uh, it's exciting. So I'm be careful with the Raw show. edition, baby. <laughs> I had a couple <laughs> people drop that. off. I had a couple true. people drop off. They had some wife, the wives put them to bed early. But you, you should still be proud because you got the man amongst men right here, the GOAT, Mr. Brandon here. And this guy, this guy, you know, I mean, we've been friends for a long time. And this guy makes me put the work in with everything I do. So welcome into the house, Brandon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, all right. So, Darren, man, let me tell you. Why don't you tell everybody real quick some stuff about you, where we can find you, where you're located, things you're working on. Yeah, no, I, I live out here in the, so Northern California, about an hour and a half north, uh, you know, north of San Francisco and Oakland. Most people consider it wine country out here. So I live out in that area. Been out here my whole life, uh, just been into coaching my whole life out here. Been a huge fan, uh, sports fan my whole life. A's have dominated it. Raiders have dominated a little bit of uh, a whole lot of my life. And then the Warriors, of course, has been a mainstay of it throughout the years. So as I've been kind of, you know, over the last probably, I'd say three years, maybe around the COVID time, uh, that's when we got into podcasting a little bit. And the idea, I just love sports history. I love just kind of looking at the past and how it relates to the future. So that kind of got me into this a little bit. And then it's been awesome meeting people like yourself and, uh, and others along the way. And it's just been kind of a fun journey here to be able to talk sports with other people. And um, it's been fun. So, uh, yeah, uh, you can look for us at Fat Boy Beta. We do a podcast every Sunday morning. And we do a lot of different things on Variety Sports Networks, like the NCAA uh, tournament stuff. And we'll do talk on the gridiron. So you can find me a lot of those places over there. Love it. I love it. But one thing I want to bring up, Mr. Darren, real quick, because you were talking about some mainstays and all these different things that are great. There are, there are teams that are always winning, winning. You must love past sports history because you brought up the A's and the Raiders and they ain't been doing shit for I don't know how long, bro. I don't know how long. The been, you talking about some super, some way back past sports history. That's what you talking about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, bro. Come on. Bro. <laughs> Uh, my dad brought me up on East Bay Sports, man. That's where I got li- I got to lie with it. I can't go across the bay. I can't go Niners Giants, man. That's just not how I'm raised. So I got to stick with it. <laughs> Even if they move out of state, I guess I got to stick with it. So that's the way it goes, man. I can't. I can't. Everybody's like, get a root for the Niners and the Raiders. I'm like, are you serious? Like, get out of here. <laughs> so, I feel it's you. Just the way it works, as as a person who has a putrid organization of a team that never wins, as a Redskin fan. <laughs> And, and I'm a Mets fan, and so is the producer. And okay, maybe we might be a little tiny bit re- relevant now, but I feel your pain, baby. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. And Brandon, who's, Brandon's the big dolphin. He's the biggest yeah, dolphin fan I've ever met. And, and what can we say? He's still he's still in on that past history too of that perfect season. I mean, you know. <laughs> I saw the documentary. It was good on ESPN. I saw it. Not bad. Not bad. I saw it. <laughs> but some, but some new stuff going on now in the NFL. Some new stuff going on that's been going on and been going on. We talked about it a little bit on on our show before, and I know you talked about it on yours. Lamar Jackson. We're not going to get into the tweets and things that he was doing, but now the GM is coming out. The GM is coming out saying things like, "Well, we may, we may have to um, look at the QB situation." Brandon, is that is that fake news or is that big time storyline? Well, it's not fake news. Um, obviously, it's some friction there. If he sets out, I mean, he's just hurt it himself. He's turned down more money than he should get. They're trying to move on, man, and 
He's a good player, but that's it. Okay. They need to look. They need to look. All right, Dan. He said. He said he's a good player. That's it, and they want to move on. Do you think that the Ravens really want to move on, or are they just they're in a situation where they can't just give in now? They're both playing tug of war, and it's like we don't want to give in, but we still want you to be our quarterback. What's your thoughts? Well, I mean, it's kind of one of those interesting takes where, like, if you know a team's not going to pay them $30 million to pay for them, like, why do you feel like you should pay extra for them in that regard? So I can understand from a business standpoint what the Ravens are thinking from that standpoint. Like, that makes sense. But there is also that part of, like, the team unity and, like, if, if they're going to be your franchise quarterback, there is kind of this, like, kind of sometimes this understanding between the team and the quarterback that will give you a little bit more knowing that you're going to kind of stay with us or, you know, just kind of like be with us throughout all the hard times. And I get the feeling with the Ravens, they're kind of looking for a little bit of an out with this a little bit. And I mean, I feel like they've done a good job with Lamar Jackson trying to develop an offense around him, but it does seem like they are not willing to quite go that extra mile to get to extra. Would they give him an inch? What kind of, what do you mean? They, they put some around him. Here's here's my problem. Here's my problem, Darren and Brandon. Well, I feel like they've built an offense around him to succeed. I mean, he won an MVP for goodness sake. He won an MVP because he had to keep running like a madman, even though he did have the highest completion in that year. But who was he throwing the ball to? I mean, no, he got I right in. I hear you. Hey, we don't need to know what his butt looks like, Brandon. <laughs> Damn. I mean, <laughs> hey, you looking real hard while he running. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> here's my thing. Here's my problem with what you're saying, that they're building things around him. They haven't addressed the quarterback issue. We don't know what's going to happen, but you're out here offering OBJ a contract, coming off these injuries after injuries. Why weren't you trying to get people like that while Lamar was there? You know, we see the Jets. They're 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 signing everybody under the sun that's affiliated with Aaron Rodgers. I think I think Aaron Rodgers' stepbrother might have got a contract being the water boy or something. I don't know what's going on. The Jets are trying to get everybody to get Aaron Rodgers in there. What makes the Ravens think that they're going to get to keep him there by by the way they treated him with the with the tag and by trying to get OBJ? Go ahead, Darren. Well, I mean, but at the same time, Terrell, like, has anybody really come out and offered him? Like, that's the thing. Like, do the Ravens, they're not going to, like, overspend when nobody's giving him any other money. I mean, that's the hard line I think they're trying to draw here is, like, okay, if no team wants him, in that regard to pay him that much money, why do we want to pay him an extra $40 million? Are we just being friend? That's to me what the Ravens are dealing with. They're literally dealing between business and like personnel, right? I think they like Lamar Jackson, but they're like, why do we want to give you 40 million extra dollars when nobody else will? Like, I think that's where they're at with this. And and that that, doesn't seem like that. I mean, that's where it's like, like, why would we want to pay this extra money? I see what you're saying, but I don't think it's as cut and dry as nobody wants him for, for 32 million. I think nobody wants him for two hundred million guarantee, right? You know what I'm saying? I think that's what it is. If it was somebody wanting, hey, give me thirty two million for the next seven years, I think you'd have almost every team like, I bet since Daniel Jones is getting forty, I'll damn sure give you thirty (laughs) two. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the thirty two. I think it's the end game, like Brandon always talks about, right? So, and I think the agent has something to do with that. Me and Brandon talked about this many times. The agent has something to do with that. But here's my question, Brandon. We're, gonna, we're, we're less than two weeks away from the NFL draft. And we know people, people will talk and lie and scheme and do all kinds of things when it comes to the NFL draft. 
Do you think that any kind of momentum might happen as we get closer to the draft? Because that trade request has been out there, and because the Ravens, because everybody knows the Ravens are going to be in a situation where it's like we have a late draft pick. You know, we don't we don't pick until what twenty two. We can't move up that far. And Tyler Huntley, pro bowler he was. We're not happy about him leading our team, especially in a division with with the team that I think is going to the Super Bowl in the Bengals. What do you think about that mm-hmm. for the draft? Um, yeah, um, I'm not sure on this non-exclusive. If they do work out a trade, do they have to give up the firsts and thirds or whatever? I'm not sure about that. That's a good question. You know anything about that, Darren? But I, I, for you talking about for Lamar Jackson? Yeah. yeah. They can they rip that up, right? Out. They can rip I, I feel like that's part of the deal. I think they have to give up two first-round picks, right? I think that's the Even friend. if it's like, a trade? I think that's the big like hiccup in a lot of this is like if you're a team, do you also want to give up that draft capital with right. pain and that type of money? I think that's what's kind of putting the Ravens in a tough spot yeah. from the business side. But if I don't you, see but, any team doing it, but the, the Ravens the can break, the Ravens can rip that up, right? Because he hasn't signed it, so they can rip that yeah, up and trade him right sure. before they, the league year. They do that and take a first this year. Or Whatever somebody I wants to give him, right? So that's what I'm saying. As the draft gets closer and the Ravens start realizing, okay, do we want to start the season with Huntley and Lord knows whoever else, maybe RG3 is going to come back out of retirement and be their backup (laughs) again? I don't know. I think it's going to be some close stuff going on as we get closer to that draft that we might see some other teams pop out of nowhere. I don't know. But, Darren, here's my thing. If you're Lamar right now, if you're Lamar, you're not trying to budge either. Scale of one to ten, how likely are you to sit out and wait till next year to go somewhere else? Oh man, we talked about this time. I was like, "There's no way he doesn't play for the Ravens next year." That was me. So I'm saying it's like I just think he, when push comes to shove, he's going to be at the Ravens. Like, I mean, how how many like big time stars have we seen sit out? Like, the last one I can remember really remember is Joey Galloway at the Seahawks, and I don't even know how big of a star that was. Uh- I, I I just can't think of it. So I would say. To me, he's going to play next year for the Ravens. That would be – so I'd say a 10 out of 10. He plays for 32? I think he'll play for the Ravens other than sit out. For measly $32 million. Well, it is measly I mean, I when you that. look at the quarterbacks. <laughs> I just think – I just think he – it's hard for me to think like he would sit out and not take that $32 million and then like bank on himself again. For and they can do the same that. thing again. Okay, so here's that's my problem. It's okay, that's my problem. Because on the last show, Brandon, you said if he sits out, he won't play in the league no more. I'll rebuttal, I'll rebuttal that the opposite way. If he plays next year and happens to get hurt again, then he might not play in the league anymore because nobody's really going to pay him again if he gets hurt. I think if right, he if sits he, out, yeah. get yourself healthy, work on your mechanics, be able to be a thrower of the ball better, possibly so. I think that's a better avenue to go. Then, but he doesn't get a dime or a nickel if he sets out next year. That's okay. I bet you he could be on many talk shows. Money's important. He could be on other shows doing it. shit. He could do a reality damn TV show. They'll pay him for something. Now, I'm do you sure think he's going to get better throwing the ball if he has been five, six years. He's it's not going to happen. Why not? Side out of mind a little bit. Huh? You think so? To so be out of sight, out of mind a little bit. You think him. people? Like, are gonna, I feel like if he sat out of here. That would be. I don't know. I just feel like uh, a quitter. You think people are going to forget about Lamar Jackson? They're not going to forget about him, but I just feel like in the NFL they quickly move on a little bit. Like they didn't quickly move on from Deshaun Watson, who was 
rubbing all up on everybody when he sat out a year. What good he do last year? <laughs> he got two hundred million guaranteed. <laughs> He's not gonna help him win or get to the playoffs. Though. He got two hundred million guaranteed. <laughs> That is true. He did. That Deshaun Watson thing is what holds all this up, right? Yeah, Cleveland messed that whole yeah. division up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. And as as a as a fan of Washington, who might have the worst deadbeat owner in the history of all franchises, except for Mr. <laughs> Sterling or whatever from the Clippers, why would he just go give them two hundred some million to piss off everybody else on his way out? I don't understand. I don't understand. But on his way out, Bill Belichick. I'm hearing rumblings that Bill Belichick could be on the hot seat. Are we serious? Bill I mean, Belichick on the hot seat? Rewind the tapes, man. Rewind the tapes. I said this months ago. You and Swole were talking about this a lot. See, let me just say one thing, Darren. On Red Lizzo Sports Talk, while us rewinding the tapes, we talk about stuff way before ESPN does. Way before First yeah. Take. Way before... All these other bum shows that these people get dressed up all nice and talk all loud, whatever. We talk loud, especially myself, but we come up with some real stuff and some real thought process. Hang on, let me throw it up one more time. Hang Hold on. on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The GOAT. The GOAT Brandon, the GOAT Brandon. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that's why, you know, and could it be possible? What do you think, what do you think, Darren, as a Raider fan who's had a lot of misery through Bill Belichick, Tuck Rule. Um, how do you feel? <laughs> do you think? <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry. How do you feel about that? Do you think that he is on the hot seat? Because we saw Robert Kraft coming out talking about, I wasn't the one who ran out Tom Brady. I wasn't the one talking about wanting to get rid of Mac Jones. Like, he's really like throwing shade at Bill Belichick. Do you think that this is real? Is this fake news or big time storyline? It's funny, literally one of my best friends like out here in Northern Cal, he's been a Patriots fan his whole life, like on since I know him since twelve. So like it's it's funny, I always get this weird perspective from Patriots fans with him and I am watching. I don't I honestly think he's on a two year window. And I know that sounds weird, but I just can't see him being fired after next year. I feel like his rope is just longer than most people. It's kinda like that for me, you know, I'm always gonna go back to basketball. There's like that great Popovich theory I have with him, like where he's just gonna get extra rope more than other other head coaches. And I, I mean, to me, he'd have to honestly finish under four wins next year, Terrell, this to get fired. This fucking guy. <laughs> but the producer is a San Antonio fan, and me and Brandon are both Laker fans, so that's, there something, you go. that's something that makes me want to throw up a lot when I talk Derek about Derek Fisher! I'll, I'll help you out. Yeah, that's right, Derek Fisher! Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby! Or the 2023 Hall of Fame. I don't care. We can talk about 2023 Hall of Famers where there's three of y'all that Kobe Bryant killed every time we he played. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, to go along with that, Darren, I am kind of yeah. with you about the, that two years. And the reason why yeah. I say that, because, Brandon, who is yep. the all-time winningest coach in the NFL? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you My for God. a reason. Shula, right? Yeah, it's Shula, yeah. It's so Shula. I'm sure Kraft, even though he wants to throw shade, he didn't get Tom Brady to win his last Super Bowl in New England because Tom Brady won outside of New England. He damn sure wants Belichick to break that record that he's that close. Was it was 18 games or something to beat Shula. So he definitely yeah, wants that in house. So I agree definitely with what Darren was saying about two years. But let's say he has a. Like you said, a four-win year or a six-win year, and it's going to take maybe three years. Could Belichick leave? And if he did, where would be a good spot for him to go? 
I think he would. I think he personally would. Darren, I said Brandon, else. dude. I said Brandon. Oh, yo, you this is the raw show, man. I told um, you. No, just- <laughs> back when I uh, back when I was telling Swole, I think the game has passed him by. It's changed. He's a defensive minded coach stuck in his ways. That shit's not going to win. Their defense is top ten like every year. Go ahead. Okay, does defense win Super Bowls? I mean, I saw a whole bunch of defense win Super Bowls. I uh, win. I, I know a defense that was number one in the league last year that didn't win the fucking Super Bowl. Exactly. It didn't win the Super Bowl. Ray Lewis and his defense won the Super Bowl. Denver Broncos and their defense won the Super Bowl. It has changed dramatically. Belichick thinks he can take cold strangers in the first round. <laughs> thinks he's smarter than everybody. He's not, dude. He, I, he'll be gone. He'll retire. They're not going to fire him because he's too great for that. After next season, not this after next up, season, next, not the season coming up. So two years, season. like Darren said, yeah, he'll retire to have he's a chance to beat the uh, the record, right? He, he may, but he's he'll, they'll win six, seven games next year with this roster. Suppose he's two Figure wins that. away, Darren. Yo, Darren. Suppose he's two wins away after two years. You think Robert Kraft will let him lead the building? I, I think they let him finish it out. I'm with you. Like, if yeah. he's that close to the record, I think he gets it. Unless he wants out. There you go. I think he gets a chance. I mean, to but he's out. got the Super Bowl's record. I mean, that's that's more important than winning. Yeah, but it's always no, touching no, no. Tom Brady, though. It doesn't seem like he wants to retire. How about this, guys? How about this scenario? This might be a big-time story. Like I told you, Relis on Sports Talk, we put it out there, Darren. Suppose... After two years, he leaves, and guess where he goes? Cleveland. And he wins with <laughs> Cleveland. He goes back to Cleveland and wins. We've been talking oh, about Cleveland God. for the past few years. Like, yo, even when Baker was there, Brandon, remember we talked about him when they played the Chiefs and almost went to the Super Bowl with Baker. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, yeah, he didn't look that great last year because he was still oiled up and massage touching everything. He wasn't ready yet. But this year, I expect Deshaun Watson to be a little bit different. You know, they got a little pieces going there. They still got Miles Garrett. They still got some players. You get Bill Belichick to go over there and be a coach and enhance that defense, and if Watson can become what Watson was with the Texans, could that possibly work, Derek? I mean, anything with Bill, that would be as 360 as you get right there. If he comes all the way back to coach the Cleveland Browns in a scenario like that, Deshaun Watson in the second coming in to coach him. To win a second coming. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! I, that is, I mean, uh, let me put some money on that on Vegas right now. I'll be a millionaire if I put a dollar on that. Right I'm now. just saying, man. I'm just saying. I don't know. I just feel like he's patriot or bust at this point. In my life. If I'm literally, that's how I feel. I feel like he's two years and he's gone. I'm with you on that. I think he gets two years here. It's all on Mac Jones. He's connected with that pick for a while bit. I mean, nobody believes in Mac Jones. He's got two years to win 18 games. But it's hard when your coach don't believe in you and doesn't like. Yeah. He's not an easy guy to play for, apparently. A lot of people don't like playing for him. That's That's true. We saw Asante Samuel out here talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Here's one thing I will say about Mac Jones. I never was all about the hype of Mac Jones, but. For him to have these problems with Coach Belichick, but all this year and offseason, he stayed in New England in the building working to try to prove something to him. I think that says a lot about his character. And 
him just like turning the other cheek saying, I'm doing what's best for me and the organization. I don't care if you're mad about it. So I will give my big ups to Mac Jones for that. And think- he had a defensive coordinator calling all kinds of plays for him <laughs> and nobody to throw to. So, I mean, there is that. <laughs> well, speaking of no offensive coordinator, we saw we saw Coach Hackett with Denver last year who was not a coach at all. But now he's the offensive coordinator <laughs> for the Jets. And Aaron Rodgers thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. The Jets didn't hire him. They didn't got all his receivers, all his friends, everybody over there. How long, Darren, will the Jets wait? Like I said, the closer we get to the draft, things change miraculously. Uh, uh, Is are they are they smart waiting for Aaron Rodgers? No, it's not nothing smart waiting for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, the man, the man went to Oregon to like be in a dark room for five days. I no, you don't wait for this, man. I mean, I, I mean, you're basically baking on like all these. To me, it would be hilarious if he's like, I'm re- "I retired." You take <laughs> all these guys that are like Aaron Rodgers' buddies and stuff like that. I would love start. it, man. I, I would Sorry, love guys, it. I'm out. And then he's just like, you're stuck with all these like guys. They're like, oh my god, that's not what I want. So you're, you're so. I'm, they're taking a risk. It sounds like Rodgers wants to go there, but right, like I don't know. They're, the the Packers do hold uh, some cards too, where they're they like, do. Yeah. so we're, I mean, yes, people are like, well, they want to get something for him. Well, maybe they don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and that's fair because they already got rid of Mike. What is it, Mike White? He's y'all's backup now, right? Right for the Dolphins, yeah. Brandon. Yeah, yeah. So, he's our so here's the, here's my question. To be a here's my question to you, Brandon. So, mm-hmm. like we talked about Lamar and the Ravens. Who has the upper hand and who's gonna blink first? Green Bay, you know what? Aaron Rodgers walking in the offseason, you know, any kind of conditioning, involuntary mini camps that he never would show up to. Who blinks first there if they can't make something happen? Listen, I don't know if you remember the show when I said I still don't think the Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is gonna happen, and I still don't think it's gonna happen. You've been saying that, yo. You've been saying that a lot. And I. I do think he gets moved, but I do think it's to San Francisco. To um, San Francisco? You think the Green Bay would do that in the NFC? Yeah, I mean, because they got to get rid of they. They don't have to get rid of him at all because they've already paid him his money. So you want Jordan Love sitting there with Aaron Rodgers sitting on the bench behind him? No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't come back and play. He would set out, retire. I don't know. He's an asshole. I he just might just don't. not retire on purpose just to sit in the locker room like this. He's an asshole, but I, 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 hearing his things, I understand why. They did him kind of dirty. They told, lied to him a lot. And, you know, but I, I don't think it gets done before the draft. And so I'm telling you, man, both of these quarterbacks, I feel like something and crazy is going to happen. Be screwed with, with Zach, Zach Wade Wilson. Wilson. They're going to have the milk honey. Two gloves and see how that works out for him. I don't know. That's horrible. <laughs> That is horrible. So let's get let's get to another QB. Since I said the milf hunter, I can say anybody hunter because Jimmy G can get any woman he wants in the world. I, I see men. I told you, men be following this guy like this guy's like they look at him and turn to stone. Like don't look into his eyes like he's Prince. You know what I mean? He's like the white prince or something. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy G got porno sites and strip clubs. Like oh, you get free. <laughs> I mean, what the hell's going on with the world? Anyway, that's your quarterback, Darren. No wonder you got the fresh cut. Look, he got the fresh cut like, yo, Jimmy G, baby. Jimmy Jimmy G. G. (laughs) 
So here's my question to you. Here's my question to you. Are you happy about getting Jimmy G for the Raiders? All right, this is what I'm going to say. I did not want Derek Carr on the Raiders last year. What? I, I did not You're want him. Man, yeah. what? I did not want him back on the Raiders next year. I, I did not know Jimmy G was going to be my quarterback. And obviously, <laughs> I've got to see plenty of Jimmy G with it. I just feel like Derek Carr had run his course with the Raiders. I was done with him. I was over it. Uh, Jimmy G, even though it's not great, I do feel a little bit better about it than I do with Derek Carr. That's all I'm going to say about it. I don't know if that did to be into a playoff win. I mean, my goodness, I you you talk about the Commanders and fine. You've been through hell. I've been through a lot here. Like I, I went to the last playoff game they won against the Titans in the AFC Championship. When was that? 1964. What was that? Like they have no success. <laughs> draft Maybe picks have been. Yeah, draft picks up the wazoo. Like I mean, you name it. Like you guys have been through it. I mean. Even it's just it's hell at this point. Like it, and so basically, I just want like Jimmy G to hopefully give us a fresh start. We can build some things around him. Maybe with the seventh pick, we take a quarterback if he drops. I don't know. We'll see what happens. There. We're gonna but, talk about that when we get to the draft, dude. I'm telling you, Derek Carr was. I got a that. scenario for you, baby. I got a scenario for you. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Let me let me just talk about what you just said. Um, first of all, it's not the same between us and y'all. Okay. Because, yeah, y'all bombed on draft picks, but every time we get a good draft pick, they get fucking shot. <laughs> One hey, time he hey, died. Hey, you know what I'm saying? He comes back, though. All right? He comes back. One of them ain't come back. One of them ain't come back. But anyway, nope. don't you feel... Oh. What, what it, I look at Jimmy G and Derek Carr very similar, but I also... And I look at both of them being a leader. Yeah, I know Jimmy G, his, his record and his resume is going to look better. But he's been on better situations and better squads with defenses. Derek Carr never has ever had a top 12 defense, much less a top three defense like Jimmy G has. I'm just saying, I think I think Derek Carr's done a lot more with less. But here's my question for you, Dan, before we get to Brandon. Who, once you said Derek Carr, you're free to go, who would, what was your Christmas list? Who was your, who was your top priority that you wanted your franchise to get? Honestly, I did. I honestly wanted them to get Aaron Rodgers because right. I figured yeah. he was with, with Adams. I thought he would be, give like us the best chance to win right now. So that's who I wanted us to get. I, I figured that was a long shot at that point. Even though with Rodgers drama, we talked about. I just from a, I mean, we're getting Jimmy G. So I'll just give me the best quarterback at that point. That's who I want. So that was the number one guy on my list. I, I wanted Rodgers, no doubt. And I thought I I even brought it up on one of the shows to say that Rodgers was going to go there. Yeah. Dude, I really did. I really did. But I don't think that he wanted to handle being in the same division with Herbert and Mahomes. He didn't want that smoke. Not. He didn't want that smoke. <laughs> he was happy with Jared Goff and before that, whoever AFC. else and Kirk Cousins and Trevor Simeon for the Bears. <laughs> Trevor Simeon. <laughs> that was right for about you. the Raiders defense, though, dude. It's pathetic. It has yeah, been. But, uh, Derek Hart has blown so many games, fumbling oh, the ball, throwing picks. So, yeah, you can say they're defense, but he's a turnover machine. Is he a turnover machine, though? Check down car for a reason. Yeah, right? yeah, he's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I feel like I, I was like cheering he, for I us to get Derek Carr. I think Jimmy G's better, a better quarterback. I'd take him over. 40 and 17 is a starter. I mean, That's but you different. can't compare that. I told you you can't compare stats. They're manipulated. You give me the 49ers defense, and yeah. I'm talking wins. Jimmy but yeah, but wins come with the team, dude. Team wins. 
Team wins. This ain't golf. This ain't golf. Would he beat the Eagles? Maybe. Maybe. Okay then. Derek Carr would have beat maybe beat the Eagles. I don't. I don't. Has Derek Carr been to the playoffs? Yeah, he's been to the playoffs. And he was Derek he was five Carr. yards he was five yards short of advancing. Remember of winning a game. In the, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what, game. man? But they that lost team the Bengals last year a couple of years ago, and then he got hurt the year he was third in the MVP in 2016. That was his best year. He got hurt in like week six. Seven years ago, he's been in the league that long. He's got more Pro Bowls than than Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, he was our quarterback for nine years. Got Pro Bowls. That don't mean shit. I'm just saying, man. I think y'all are dogging Derek Carr a little bit too much. I'm not man. dogging him. I think he'll do I well. think Jimmy G gets too much respect because he's good looking, and he was on, he was fortunate <laughs> enough to be he was fortunate enough to be on a good ass defensive team. I think he's oh, getting Terrell, a little too much. Can I ask you this though? Like if you're being real, and this is the late night show. You said nine years quarterback, and I told you he had no playoff wins. Right. What do you, I mean, you get my point. Like that's a decade of a chance to be a. That's like Marv Lewis. That's, that's true, but I could also say Dan Marino ain't one of the best quarterbacks ever because he has no Super Bowl wins. <laughs> and I'm not going to argue. And what, and what are we going to say? He is one of the best quarterbacks right. ever. He's one of the, he's the best. John, John Elway he's, he's only got team. to be one of the best quarterbacks ever because of Terrell Davis helping to win two Super Bowls. There's that, and he actually had a head coach to put a team around him. We had I'm a head just, coach but I'm just saying coach. though, that's why I said stats can't always be your main focus about things. Your eye test should tell you that, yo, Derek Carr kept that team together through all the adversity. You got a dude coming out being openly gay. You got John Gruden and all his shit going on. You got owners having these problems, and still led them to the playoffs. He, him in the locker room had to hold them together throughout some crazy stuff with Antonio Brown. That's the same year that Antonio Brown was up. I'm wearing this helmet. You can't stop me from wearing a, a fucking helmet, producer. Antonio Brown was crying about a, a helmet. He just wanted out of there. He just wanted out of there. <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now, right now. I'm sorry. What you I, was, say? I was just going to add that the whole Derek Carr thing is the grass is always greener on the other side. The people that don't have them go, we want that guy. And the guy that the, the team that does have them say, we don't want that guy. That's exactly right. The grass is greener on the other side every time with Derek I Carr. think Jimmy fits better I, in that system that he knows, and I think it'll be better. It might be, but y'all have also said that Josh McDaniels could coach himself out of a paper bag also, right? So, I know well, I mean, I've heard this all day. He's going to play playoff game with Tim Tebow. I can't say I never said he couldn't go. <laughs> The oh, the Tim, Tim Tebow that y'all said was better than Lamar Jackson, right? Former Mets. I never won. That's what y'all were saying. Oh, because I'm going to bring that up, Brandon. I'm going to let, I'm gonna let Darren get into y'all's ass for the things y'all said on the last show. Y'all said some asinine shit. Darren, no, I'm going to get into it now, Darren. No, I'm going to get into it now, Darren. Listen to me, Darren. We're talking about Lamar, right? First of all, Swole Daddy, yeah. who's not here, who had to go to bed because his mama said, get your ass to bed. Well, he said, she said, he said, he said, I'll take Tim Tebow over Lamar. I'll take any XFL quarterback over Lamar. And Brandon said that there was eight quarterbacks in the AFC better than Lamar Jackson. Eight of them. Yes. Okay, you got Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert, Burrow. That's four. Justin Herbert. That's four. Okay. Keep going. That's all that's going to put above him. You gonna put Deshaun Watson above Aaron him? Rogers, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers ain't there. Like you said, he might not even go there. 
Okay, when he gets there. Are you gonna put? Are you gonna put Russell Wilson above him? Tua's got better. You would. (laughs) Would you put Tua above him? Would you put Watson above him? No. You wouldn't. You you wouldn't take Deshaun Watson. Didn't you just say he played like doo doo last year? Yeah, because he set out. For oh, two oh, years. oh, because oh, now he set out. out. He's not better. Tua's Wilson not better. Headed. Wilson's not better. Trevor Lawrence is not better yet. Trevor Lawrence is gonna not be gonna be. We're not talking about gonna be. Y'all said that he's there's eight quarterbacks better than him now. I gave you yeah, four. Give me a, there's more. There's more. Give me some more. Then. Mac Jones. <laughs> Can he pick it? Who you want? Uh, Zach Wilson. Probably Bryce Young if he goes in the AFC, he's gonna be better. Hey, dude, you're talking about future type shit. We ain't even got to the draft yet. Bryce Young will not well, be you, in the AFC. Period. Done, besides run for a see there, see there. Well, you at least there as an outsider coming in. Please tell me there's <laughs> not eight quarterbacks in the AFC better than Lamar Jackson. I come in peace. <laughs> just, just tell the truth. No, just tell the truth, baby. Tell the truth. I can't get the top five. Thank you, Darren. There's probably not eight better than them. Thank you, Darren. There's four. Okay, so at best, he's fifth. Is he worth $200 million guaranteed? We're not talking about that. I said better. All right. Believe me, I would take the fifth. Hey, but on your side, Darren, on your side, you know who's better than fifth in the NFC? Derek Carr. I got oh. him. I got him as the second best quarterback in the NFC. Because you hate Kirk Cousins because yeah, he burns off. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is. Dak Prescott. Is, Prescott is better. Who led the Dak league in interceptions in seven games? You talk about turnovers. You talk about Derek Carr turning the ball over. This guy played seven Justin games and led the league in, in picks. <laughs> Jared Goff is better than Derek you're just stubborn. See, Darren, this is the stuff I got to deal with. When I watch your show, you and your co-host, y'all be together. Y'all have fun. I got to deal with these crazy thoughts that these people say to me all the time. I just we go at 6 a.m. in the morning. That's why. Huh? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, we go at 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. yeah God, I got to say that, Terrell. I do not agree with you about Derek Carr, man. I got no me and you were gonna, me and you were, I, I totally disagree with you about it. I that's have fine. watched this man for nine years play for. I name him Check Down Carr for a reason, my man. Like that's what he does. He checks it down. He didn't even get past half court, half the halfway line against the Saints this year. He didn't get. They didn't but get with the Saints, with the Saints, he'll be a division no, winner and going Raiders into the playoffs. The with the Saints, I, division title yeah. and in the playoffs. All right, I hear you. He's got a chance. I just don't think he's – it's funny to me. We're talking about these two quarterbacks. In 2017, Derek Carr became the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. I remember. Highest-paid quarterback ever. That Six months later, Jimmy G becomes the highest-paid quarterback, highest-paid player ever. And this is where we're at. It's just funny to me. That and Jimmy G had the highest level. ankle sprain, and then he lost his job to a, somebody that was undrafted. And now could, Brock Purdy's going to take his job. That's what I'm trying to say, dude. I mean, I don't know. I got you. I, I got know. you. All right, so let's move on. We, we spent a lot of time on that, but I like it. See, this is why I can't have a teleprompter because I go off script and I go off passion. <laughs> I go about people's feelings and everything else. Let's get to another quarterback who's in his feelings real quick before we get to the draft. Cam Newton. Cam Newton put out. You know, he's already talked about the 32 quarterbacks better than me. He said he would be a backup. He would be a backup for Fields. Lamar, Rodgers, Tua, Willis, Allen, 
um, Hal, Hertz, and Watson. Now, Watson, he's not going to go there, even though he talked about how great he loved Deshaun Watson. Hertz, we got Mariota, Hal's young, and we got Brissett. Is any of those quarterbacks good for him to be a backup, Brandon? Or do you think that he's just done? Do I really have an answer to this shit? Yeah, I want you to answer. I know you're an Alabama guy and you hate Auburn, but be realistic once in a while. It's not even that. Let's just look at the last three years he's played in the league. What is he? He 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 is ass. Oh, I'll humble myself and be a backup, dude. No, I don't think you're good enough to be a backup. Okay, I Brent. don't think you should be. You should be on the team, and you know it. It's the truth. Let me ask you this, Go Brandon. Do your shit. He sucks. Let me ask you this, Brandon, because last year your Dolphins, without Tua, made yep. it to the playoffs. Y'all had to yep. play. Everybody's preseason number one team, the Buffalo Bills, in the playoffs. Yeah. And damn sure y'all were right there to win the game, right? Yeah. But your backup quarterback threw 14 interceptions in the game and y'all lost. So tell me if you had Cam yeah, Newton as your backup quarterback over Skyler Thompson, do you think you could have won the game? No, because he can't. Come on! What is he going to do? Run and. and- Get winded and do a Superman thing when he gets a first down. I mean, what did he? He's just not. Skylar Thompson's better than Cam Newton. He knows that he's. Skylar Thompson's better. Is he better? Well, you can't say that. But what has Cam done since? I'm asking you. He put up a field goal in the fucking Super Bowl, dude. Like, what has he done? What about you, Darren? What about you? What do you think about Cam Newton being a backup? What would be the best place for him to be a backup? And yes, Auburn. I hate. So yeah. Best place for him to be a backup, man. I don't even. I don't. I that. I. I just don't think he get. I'm with Brandon on this one. I don't think he's. I mean, my think about it. Like he could with the Patriots, he got a good chance. Like he was a running quarterback as a backup. It's hard to develop an offense around him. Like that's my worry. Like you kind of have to be kind of vanilla. I feel like as a backup quarterback at his age. Like right, you know, unless you're a rookie. Like yeah. to me, that's the deal. And he wasn't throwing the ball that unreal. Like I get what you're saying. He's probably better than like. Mr. Hoyer, that's who my Raiders got. I mean, what would you rather have, Hoyer or Cam? That's what I get. That's but Brandon Hoyer can throw that fifteen in that fifteen yard in or yeah. something like in practice or. And whatever. then you got distractions with Cam. You that's got the all. thing with the NFL; it always comes down to media distractions, right? That's why T, like your boy, our boys Tebow, right? Hey, my boy. That's why he didn't get a backup job ever, or, what, or whatever. Early on, there's if you get too much media coverage, I feel like that kind of X's you out a little bit either with it. So I feel like that's where Newton's kind of drawing this hard line with it, but. I mean, I don't know. His game wasn't that great at the end. So, so Jared, you know how I always like to pick apart everything that people say on this show, especially the raw ones. No, especially, never do that. he said, "I never do that." Especially when we have a guest. So let me just pick apart what he just said. Um, yeah, he might be better than my backup quarterback Hoyer, but he could be a distraction. But he did it again earlier. He just said, "I would rather wait and have Aaron fucking Rodgers, who's the biggest distraction in the damn world." To be my quarterback. I don't know who's talking about Aaron Rodgers or uh, Cam Newton. Aaron Rodgers is holding the league hostage forever. He's like, I don't know what I want to do. It's up to them to do it. That one one I heard, Brandon. I mean, he's the greatest arm talent I've ever seen, probably. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. He can do it. All right, NFL draft real quick. NFL draft. And then we'll wrap up this one and get to the real stuff. Real tough. So, Everybody was talking about the Panthers with the number one pick, taking C.J. Stroud. Now, words coming in that it's going to be your boy, Brandon. Words coming in that it's going to be your boy getting the number one pick. 
Are you happy? Because you were happy with him going into Texas for some reason. I don't know why you were. Yeah. I guess because expectations were at their lowest. Right? No. Yeah, it was because you got a defensive minded coach and, you know, the expectations are low. He went to school somewhere. Are you happy that if he goes to the if he goes to the Panthers? I mean, I think they're both really, really good. Um, I think Stroud needs a lot more to work with to be successful than Bryce does, and he'll have that in Carolina. And Bryce Young didn't Carolina. have nobody in Alabama. He have no talent there. Okay, okay. Well, just <laughs> name one receiver he had last year. I don't know. I don't. I, I throw up in Alabama. I don't even watch Alabama football. I can't name none of them in Alabama because I, I get disgusted but, watching them. Because we don't have any. We didn't have any last year. You ain't have no receivers? Oh, this is the one no. year you ain't have no receivers? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And see, the Trout had four. He did. He had, um, what's the boy, the junior? And Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison Jr., Jr. yeah. Mm-hmm. One. He's still there. And, yeah. and Jogba, Alave, Garrett Wilson, on and on. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not taking the talent away from Stroud. It's there. There's only two worthy first-round quarterbacks, and those two are it. The rest okay. of them should not be taken in the first round. But, I mean, I'm fine if he goes to the Texans because then they'll. Can they compete? Right. Can they compete for that division? Because we know that division is down. Yeah, because they got to pick, what, three picks later and they'll get in Jogba or whatever receiver they rank high, I'm sure. Or maybe, you know, they'll get something there for him. But um, I think Bryce may set a year. It might be best for him. Don't get him killed. Same with CJ. They're going to sit him a year and let Andy Dalton be the quarterback? No. Is that who the Texans got, Dalton? No, not the, no we're talking, he's going to be a Panther, dude. He's going to be the number no, one pick. No, that's the smoke. That's bullshit. That's I think he will be a Panther, number one pick. That's a good trap. They traded that. They knew who they want when they made that trade. All right, so here's the big-time storyline right here from Mr. Darren, the Raider fan. We talked about the Raiders <clears> with the number seven pick. They got Jimmy G. We know he's not the long-term answer. He's always he's going to be a gateway quarterback for them. But there's rumors going around. There's rumors going around that the Panthers are going to take the Alabama boy. And then the Cardinals... I mean, the car. Who did, the Texans got the second pick, right? Texans. And D'Amico Ryan's is their quarterback. They're talking about taking your boy from Alabama, Will Anderson. And then the Cardinals taking somebody else. And the Raiders have a chance to get C.J. Stroud in some kind of way of moving up. I don't see. There's been, there's been, there's been talk about it like crazy. It's starting to really steam I mean, Will up. Will Anderson's the best player in this draft in my eyes. Who but is? I don't think Will Anderson. Oh, Will Anderson, I yeah. I'm biased, sure, but uh, I don't think they're going to take him to Houston. I, they need a quarterback. What would you feel about that, Darren? About C.J. Stroud falling to the Raiders at seven? Well, yeah, I think I y'all would have to them. move. I think y'all have to move up because the Cardinals would trade down. Yeah, the Cardinals the could Colts trade down and get what they want. That three spot is going to be the hugest spot. That's why people were talking about the Colts moving up one spot just to make sure that they can get what they want to get. Man, I would be so stunned if the Raiders did do something like that, but I would actually be pretty fired up if they were able to get a quarterback prospect like C.J. Stroud in the draft, considering we just haven't had a good quarterback in a forever. So I would be super excited if I was a Raiders fan if that was the case. I just can't see him falling yeah. you know, that far. But I, you will see. Like I, I don't. The Raiders just don't strike me as that team that's going to take that type of risk, let's say, in that regard. But, man, I wish from a big-time storyline uh, story standpoint they would, Terrell. I, I, like, that. I like how you threw that in, baby. I like how you threw that in. <laughs> All right, so look, we're 47 minutes into it because I definitely want – are you going to be able to do the basketball show, Darren? Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, so we're going to finish up with baseball real quick, real quick. 
I'm going to give you a nugget on the draft real quick. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Give it to me. B. John Robinson is the best running back I've seen. Is he going to Philly? Listen, Mm. if there's ever a time to take one in the top five, this is the dude to take. Better than Barkley, better than CMC and everybody. If he gets past the top, if I'm Detroit, I think he's at eight. Why would you take him? Oh, you got Jamal Williams. Well, they no, they got right they got they got another running back Woo. Montgomery or somebody right Montgomery. Woo. But uh, you spent okay. money on him. I mean, shit. <laughs> no, nah, they ain't pay him that much. But this dude's a generational talent. I'm gonna tell you, watch and see. Don't be surprised if you guys draft him if he's there. Why can't the I'm Cardinals draft him? They're gonna take Will Anderson Jr. Yeah, they got smart. money invested in their running back. Yeah. But the skins may take him. I hope not. I wish we would move Why? up and do something else. I don't know because I feel like. I want, I want my boy. Yeah, I want the cornerback. I want, I want that cornerback. I want that cornerback. But anyway, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna, we're gonna do more on another show um, for the draft because I guarantee you, the way we're talking right now, in a day or two, something else crazy is gonna happen to change all our theories. It's gonna be crazy. But getting to the baseball real quick. Did y'all see that the, the University of Indianapolis boy Brandon Ware? He's a he hit no for the way. cycle and threw a no hitter complete game in the same game. Dang. Last night, mm-hmm. his name is Brandon Brady Ware. What college? I mean, what college? University of Indianapolis. A complete Dang. game, no hitter, Dang. and and hit for the cycle. And the cycle. So I wanted to give him some props for that. The Rays are seven and zero. Darren, is that is that fake news or big time storyline? The Rays are they gonna be like that? The Rays are big time storyline, man. What? They, they are, I, mean, I, I mean, if you're a fan of the AL East, you should that team should be one of your worst nightmares. And that, wow. team, that team will haunt you. They 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 do as little as less as possible. And they like I said, as an A's fan out here, I feel like they took that money that money ball theory and put it on steroids a little bit. And they backed it up a little bit. They they took it to another level. Um, I've doubted them. They beat my team in the playoffs a few years ago. They beat their they beat the A's today, eight to two or whatever. The A's made the playoffs. Like that. They beat the, they beat us a couple of years ago in the playing game a few years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, Two thousand nineteen, they beat us in that thing a few years ago. Um, I'm with them. I seven and zero start. Uh, their pitching's for real. I mean, they got that McClanahan guy. That guy is nasty. Their bullpen's nasty. They got their center fielder. I, I'm I'm gonna mess up his name if you watch my podcast. Long <laughs> I can't say that. I'm just going to call him Alcatraz, the guy yeah. just messing up on the center field there. Um, no, I'm, I'm all in. That's a big-time storyline. I don't care. They'll, they'll fall off a little bit as baseball, but they'll be in there at the end of the year. So you think it's about the pitching? Because they're plus 35 run differential. So you think it's no, the pitching that's doing right that, now. or is it the hitting? I just think their pitching long-term is what's going to make them nasty as the summer comes along and you get tired and you get injuries. But they do have superstar hitters, too. Like, Diaz is a good leadoff hitter. I think he played multiple positions. So, I, I like the Rays to be in there the whole Win time. Win the division over the Yankees? <laughs> sure. What the Orioles, man? <laughs> man? I was going to say, the Orioles were showing me something last year. I don't know. I'm gonna, I took the Rays at the beginning of the year. They, they're just one of those teams that, like, it's baseball, man. Like, I, I just think the Rays are there with it. They're, people underrate how experienced they are, too. So Brandon, I know you're a Dodger fan. The Dodgers starting off good, five and two, but them Braves, man, for the past over two years, they might have technically been maybe the best team in the NL, even though they didn't get to the World Series all all the years. You know, are you worried about the the Braves, or is that your top 
Oh, contender going against I the Dodgers. I hate the Braves. Me too. Uh, you know that because Keith is the Braves fan. I know. Um, I have a question for Darren. Uh, okay. Once. Go ahead. Uh, no. Darren, were you talking about Jose Siri in center field, or are you talking about Randy Arozarena? Ring around the Rosie. A Rosarena showed something in that Mexico game, man. He was like the, the World Baseball Classic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the World Baseball yeah. Classic, we're gonna talk like, about that at midnight with Jackie Yang. I, I'm just saying, Darren's on to something there. A Rosarena. Darren knows just, his baseball. He, he balled out there. See, here's the thing about Darren. When you're an A's fan, you're gonna know all about the other teams because your team ain't <laughs> worth knowing shit about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a Redskins fan and I know everything about all the football players. That's why I play fantasy football because I don't need to have no Washington player on my team. I know everybody else's shit because my team sucks. <laughs> but real quick, real quick, me and the producer, me and the producer there, we're talking about, I brought up the fact that I think the Angels are one of the worst organizations in the past, in my, in my generation, as far as having talent, having opportunity to do things. He brought up the A's, not even knowing that you were an A's fan. My argument was they've had, what, the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. Well, maybe not exactly this year, but he's been the best, best player technically in baseball for a while now, right? Then you add Albert Pujols, who was one of the best players before Mike Trout. And now you guys show, hey. Yeah, you're starting off 4-2, and two, but you ain't done shit. What was your reasoning for the A's, Jared? Uh, I was just saying that, you know, overall, the A's are one of the worst teams because <laughs> they just, they can't build from within. They don't have the money to, but to they, build the a But the small ball be like doing that. it, though. They be you doing know, a lot with they, nothing. They have nothing to show for it in the last 30 years or whatever. And it just, I don't know. But then you got a good point about the A's be dominant in my lifetime. I mean. Go ahead, Brandon. Say it again. I, I said, I, well, I've seen the A's be dominant with McGuire. Yeah, I guess so. Tony LaRusso was shooting everybody in the ass with steroids. I guess so. Uh, I, I didn't see. I don't remember the Angels when they was, what, Los Angeles, whatever they was. I you said the mean? Angels are the worst. The Angels are the worst. In all of baseball. Um, I'm just saying, think about the ta- – when you talk about the, the history of the game with Albert Pujols, the, the, the years that we looked at him as the best player in baseball, then we looked at Mike Trout. The years that we looked at him as the best player in baseball. And now you look at Shohei Otani, who I think is the best player in baseball right now. And you ain't got nothing to show for none of that. The A's are trying to build things with, with pennies out here, trying to get talent out here. They picking up, they got researchers in farm leagues, finding people in minor leagues saying, this guy's going to be this. They actually putting in the work to get, to get wins. You know what I mean? That's, that was my thinking about it. I would say. I would say in recent years, yes, the Angels with the talent that they have and and what they have to show for it, yes, in recent years, let's say the last five, six years, yeah, they're probably one of the worst. I'll say decade. (laughs) Decade? We'll go as far as a decade. But overall, I mean, every team has a chance to build from within or to go out there and spend that money, and they haven't really done either one and have anything to show for it either. All right, Darren, you're the Ace fan. Tell the producer why he's dead wrong. Go ahead. Give it to him. Yeah. Put him on the big screen. Give it to him, Darren. Like, literally, you're, like, poking the bear at this topic right here. Like, that's what I feel like. Yeah. Like, okay, the Angels had their one one World Series in 2002, and I actually like that one. They beat the Giants. They beat Tyler. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The Angels were doing that. 
But the A's have had more success than the Angels. I mean, this is bottom line. Like, if you look at the, they've beat the, they've had more division titles. Yep. They have, they're one of the most successful regular season franchises ever. They have more World Series titles than the Angels. What the A's are, and this is me being a hardcore A's fan, their ownership sucks. So how you feel about the Commanders and their owner is how I feel about the A's and their owner. They have Amen. done everything the possible. They have done everything possible to make it not a fan-friendly experience. But even then, they still made the playoffs two years ago in COVID season. Yep. Yep. They made the playoffs three years before that. The Angels have not been in that dance. They made it like one time in the last 10 years. They and Even with a bigger payroll, the A's to me are definitely a better franchise than the Angels. And one more thing on my co-sign, everything he just said. The Angels keep having to spend money to keep people going there. The Angels build up talent and they leave and get money elsewhere. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I would, the, I would say the Rangers and the uh, uh, Rangers are probably a worse organization. Braves? Yes. Rangers. The, the Rangers. Oh, the Rangers. Okay, yeah, the Rangers have done some dumb things too. To share, Alex Rodriguez. They've had some dumbass play. Yeah, I, see, that's my that's and my whole Rockies, thinking. Like the Angels, Texas would be uh, top, top three too. Rockies, yeah. Um, <laughs> Pirates, anyone? Yeah. Yo, and I feel bad for the Pirates. Not really. I used to love <laughs> the Dion Bonds, man. Um, but. Uh. Yo, uh, that, I'm, you, dude, literally, you guys hit like the biggest point with me. Like, as an A's fan, like I don't want to live, lose the A's from Oakland. Like, I'm telling you, like that's a big deal to me. Like, growing up in this area, They're I gone. don't want to see them leave Oakland. So they're leaving. Massive deal. I hate their ownership. I hate them with a passion. All right, producer. <laughs> producer wants to say something to wrap it up real quick. Go ahead, producer. One parallel between the Commanders and the A's. Oh my God. Oh, their God. stadiums are the worst in both of their <laughs> respective leagues. I've never been to any stadiums, so I could tell you about that. I mean, I got it, I got it. Yo, Red <laughs> Sports Talk Raw, episode 160. What is it? Four. Yo, thank you, Brandon the Goat, and our special guest right there, Mr. Darren at Fat Boy Fade Away on YouTube, on the Variety Sports Network. He's doing big things all the time. Such a privilege to have you, and I can't wait till you come right back because we digging into... Your boys right here, and we're going to see where Let's we go. think they're going to go. NBA basketball playoffs, and we'll finish it off with a final thought about the NCAA tournament, men's and women's, and going forward, how we think that's going to happen. Y'all going to be ready for that basketball, baby. He got the words behind him. He's ready. We're <laughs> losing to the Suns. He's playing nobody. <laughs> Who's playing a JV team? That's what, but see, we already know we're going to be the seventh seed. We're wrapping it up. We ain't going to give it away right now. Brothers and Sports Talk, episode 164, part one. We'll be right back with part two. Thank y'all. Be right back. All right.